I'm Toby Hado. Sorry about that. And you're listening to Doctor Who's Lion Is It Anyway? Where everything's made up and neither script nor canon matters. Listeners, hello, lovely, lovely, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Doctor Who's line, is it? Anyway, this week we have something very, very special for you. We're doing another one of our improvised DVD commentaries, but this one's different because this one is moderated by Toby Haydoke. Yes, Toby himself has come along and is joining in with our nonsense, so that's tremendous. Now, Toby is doing a 10k run in support of medical aid in the Ukraine and has got a GoFundMe page. So we would like, if possible, and obviously it's entirely down to you, please do if you want to, go to GoFundMe.com and search for Toby's Wheezing and Groaning for 10k for Ukraine. He has a goal of £1,500 and as things stand, he's very, very close to that. Hopefully, with your donations, we can push him over that £1,500 limit that he's looking for. That's, of course, assuming that he hasn't already reached it by this point. But if he has, great, we'll actually make some extra money for him. So that's fantastic. And so, here is Toby Haydock moderating our DVD commentary for Horns of Nymon, Episode 3. Except for us, it's not the Horns of Nymon, it's the Horny Nom Noms. That's what we're calling it. So, over to Toby to moderate and introduce this very, very special DVD improvised commentary. Well, welcome to this DVD commentary of another classic episode of Doctor Who, and with tedious regularity, uh, it is I, Toby Haydock, proving just how important it is to kidnap the firstborn of the head of BBC Worldwide to ensure that you're on every single bloody Doctor Who DVD release ever possible. Could could they have got Matthew Sweet? They could have done, but the kid would have bought it. So, uh, (laughs) I am joined by three contributors to this uh, wonderful piece of television, and I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves now. Hi, I'm um, I'm, I'm David um, Williams. I I produced for three years in the 1970s or so. I'm led to believe. Thank you. Yeah. Hello. My name My name is is Tim Barker, and 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 I play Doctor Woho. Wo Ho Ho Ho. Yeah. My my name is um, uh, Janet uh, uh, Wifflebutt. And uh, I think I, I can't remember all that well. And I play the um, I play the horns. I play the horns of the of the nam nam. The horns. The horns. Oh God! I remember your audition, darling. Yes, it was marvelous. Marvelous. Well, I thought I was going to play my horn. You did. You did. Okay. Did did, yeah. did you have to play many horns in order to successfully pass an audition, Janice? Oh. I had to blow so many horns you would not believe. It was just, I was tired. It was the 1970s, darling. It was the 1970s. You did impeccably well. Everybody was nice, though. They were very nice. We were. (laughs) Well, I think we've found the level. And so, therefore, it is time 
to begin episode three, uh, and I will uh, count you down in order to press play at the opposite time in three, two, one, press play. So here we go. Do you remember being counted down, Janice? I, 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 I don't, I, well, yes. Once in a while when I was on the, on the shoulders and, you know, I had the blow and it'd be the horn. Yeah, you know. Impeccable, impeccable. I, I'm, I'm led to believe this was actually filmed um, in, in, a, in a cat's rectum. Um, in, in these days, we, we weren't sure how to record these visuals and um, we, we improvised. Uh, and well, and we're about to see a marvellous actor called Mikey Teraleptil. Uh, I went paintballing with him and Sue Pollard over a weekend. I had a marvellous time. Oh, marvellous. Uh, and uh, and he told me that if you look very carefully, uh, you can see his uh, trousers split, uh, which inexplicably has not been covered on any of the uh, previous releases of this particular well, uh, uh, piece of televisual oh, gold. See, I, I asked I asked him to do this, Toby, because you know we, we needed to attract um, the mums. So much of Doctor Who since Sixty Three have been attracting the dads, and I wanted the mums involved as well. So I, I needed a bit of a bit of anus action. Yeah. Um, I, I, controversial, yes, but I, I think it worked at the time. Oh, it worked. I probably got the wrong anus, though. With all, I, I, I did. I wanted Robert Powell for the part, but um, he wasn't available, unfortunately. I thought that's what I came in. Uh, I, I, people were always calling me a bit of an ass. <laughs> you were gorgeous, Tim. You were, you were gorgeous, honestly, gorgeous. I didn't think you'd heard us. Really, I didn't think you heard us. Well, uh, oh, was that Janice? That Janice there? Yes. There she, there she is. Oh, ja Janice. Hello, hello. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Hello, Tim. How you doing? You, you doing good? You doing good? Oh, wonderful, darling. Wonderful. Ah, oh, good. That's good. That's good. I'm sorry you heard. Go ahead. And it's well, it's a little known uh, fact, but I've been poring over the BBC paperwork, and so I'd just like to take this opportunity to show off. Uh, is that uh, uh, it's a BBC policy, of course, to be balanced and impartial. So for every uh, trouser that splits at the back, they have to sew one up at the front. Uh, and so uh, the top of the pop studios were uh, were uh, much more chaste uh, this particular week of, uh, oh. uh, 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 of of production of this particular story because with uh, with an opening at the back of uh, Mikey Teraleptil there was a closing at the front of uh, of a great many uh, pop groups 1979 Paul Weller would have been very uptight i imagine yes yes oh look oh look 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 there's my horns look i'm using them see yes. i just blew it Right there. I had to get an entirely new handkerchief after that, you know, an entirely new handkerchief. I was going to say, Tim, not, not just a handkerchief, your hair looks shorter. Did, had you had alopecia or something that week, or...? I, I don't recall. Your hair looks... No, no, no I, was, I, I was cutting it on a daily basis those days. Were you? Yes, trimming two millimetres a day, two millimetres a day. Was I that bad a producer? Did I, did I force you into that? I, I don't recall. I, I forget these things. You, you never forced me into anything. I tried. I tried so hard. You tried to force me into into Mikey Teraleptil's trousers, but I wasn't going to do that. Well, I know you ended up marrying Lily, Lily Wart, and and it didn't work, did it? I, I'm sorry, darling. I I tried. I, I thought she. It worked worked wonderfully for a while. Yes. And then she's then she got all all hoity toity, and I can't be doing with that. She went a bit Dawkins, didn't she? Yes. Well, she went full Dawkins. 
Full Dawkins. Bless you, darling. Bless you. Bless you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And here's your main guest star, the actor Graham Crowdpleaser. Uh, is oh. oh, that was wonderful. How how, I... how how he handled that that the paintwork. Mary Whitehouse um, was ve- was very worried about how actors handled the paintwork in the past, and I said. I don't want forceful, I want genteel and suggestive. And um, I, I think it worked for 1979. Um, in, in the context of the time, I think genteel, suggestive, and a little bit beautiful worked. Were you, uh, did you, did you find, uh, uh, David, because it's often said at this uh, period in the show's history, and we're looking at these sets which are all very similar, yes. um, that it, inflation uh, was, uh, was a particular problem uh, with the show at this time. Um, and uh, and I'll, I'll then bounce that question over to Tim. Did you ever have a problem uh, with your inflation at this time? There, there was an awful lot of inflation in the 70s, I found. Um, we weren't asked to account for it, really. Um, I inflated possibly three or four times a day, Toby. Um, and I got away with it, which I was very happy with. I probably couldn't these days, I must be honest. Um, I think Tim inflated like a good one, to be honest. Um, Tim... Oh, regularly, regularly. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I was, I was just starting to see Lily at the time and she inflated me on a regular basis. I thought so. Yes. I, I, yes. Yeah. Um, Mr. Toby. Yes. And they didn't inflate. They did. I'm terribly sorry, but no, no, no. Um, like I was there, and, and even though I had those things over my eyes and I couldn't see very well, there was no inflation. Let me tell you, like little, like poof, poof. If that's the inflate, if they're talking about that kind of inflation, no, nobody inflated anybody. Even if those things over my eyes, you see those things over my eyes there, you see? Mm. You see? I could see no inflation. Tiny inflation. Sorry, guys. I'm telling the truth here. I'm a I'm woman. I'm telling the truth. I, I tell you one thing that I've noticed from between those days and now is that the size of microchips have definitely come down. Uh, oh, my word, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. And of course, we've got um, Jenny Menace, haven't we, in this episode? Who, who went? Oh, yes. Who oh. went on to do something blue, didn't she? So, something blue. She got involved. In. I can't remember what it was, but um, and her daughter's a, a burlesque star now, or something. Is is that correct? Or that's the... I forget. Go. Well, and then uh, here we have uh, also uh, the young uh, actor Simon Gops Kant. And uh, just say, I once played on a five side football team with him and Keith Janoff of Murphy's Mob. But uh, let's not let that get in the way of a good story. Has he got good ball action, Toby? Is his ball action still as good now as it was then? Or, uh... Well, he was always very keen to get five aside, but uh, you know, <laughs> we all had more energy in those days. Oh, weren't, we, <laughs> weren't we all in 1979? In 79, we all were, darling, yes. Yes. I was fighting them off to get to five aside. I could have been 12 aside easily. Oh, Tim. But then, you know. You, roy- you royster, Tim. <laughs> I was I was big those days. Oh, you were. You were, my darling. You were. Yes. Yes. Particularly in Australia. I, I remember uh, having to tell people I was particularly large down under. <laughs> Cop- copper. <laughs> just, just ask Lily. 
<laughs> oh, well, 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 going, going back to Lily, Tim, um, I, I think it was around this time that you and her got a little bit, um, a bit frisky, wasn't it? Well, not in this scene, no. Put it nicely. In this, well, in this scene, she's got a, she's got a huge weapon in her hands. Was that, is that bringing back any yes. memories? Well, yes. And I, and I did, I did suggest two fingers to her, but she wasn't having any of it at in this particular moment. I think possibly because the cameras were rolling. You see. Mm. 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 But uh, after, after, afterwards, oh, you know, when we went back to the Acton Hilton, um, oh, it all went jiggy, jiggy. Well, I, I must admit, I, one, one of the reasons I, I knew I had to leave the series was because I, I felt like a bit of a, 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 a bit of a third party, to be honest, Tim. I, I felt as though you usurped me, my darling. Well, you tried, you tried to become a third party on many an occasion, but uh, we, we weren't really into that scene. I did. I'm, I know you weren't, and, and it hurt. It hurt an awful lot. It didn't hurt me. No, no, and I wanted to so much, so much, darling. But um, that that was one of the reasons I I gave it gave it up. Which and of course yes. Well, I never I never wanted to see your little Britain. That was the problem. True, true. Well, of course, this was your last story as producer because the next story, um, Larder, yes. was uh, was was cancelled and ended up staying in storage uh, appropriately. Bit. Oh my word! Well, we wanted to record in Oxford, <laughs> obviously. Um, O o Oxford weren't having it. Oxford were on strike um, because they, they 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 didn't want anything to do with um, bicycles or um, I think they knew that um, that Lily was going to get involved with uh, that Richard Dawkins man at some point. They had some precognitions of the future, and um, Oxford said, "No, no, 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 no. You're not high brow enough. Go, go away. We want we want Morse and things like that." and um, so yeah, that that was me done for basically, fortunately. And I took up shooting as a hobby. That went well for you, as I recall. I I believe so. I went out shooting pigeons and magpies, and um, I I found my true way in the world. Yes. And uh, Janice, Janet, Janice, Janet, Janice, Janet, Janice, Janet. Yes. Uh, is is this the only time you've been a monster in your career, or um, have you uh, have have you essayed other uh, alien beings? And if so, which ones? Oh, I've always been, you know, because uh, I'm a little short person, so they put me on top of this guy's shoulders here, and that's why I'm the horns. I'm the horns up there. But I was always, you know, playing like uh, munchkins and things like that. They they're not they're not monsters or anything like this. Except I did play that leprechaun in one of those you know those horror films, and I ran around and stabbed people. You know that kind of thing. Because I was short. I think that was what, um, that was what convinced me you were right for the job. To be honest, darling. That's kind of a monster, right? Wouldn't you say it's a monster? The the, the it was in nineteen seventy eight. Yes, definitely. I needed a monster, yeah. and you fitted the bill, my darling. So um, yes. Yes. Oh, and I was in one of those uh, Dalek things, you know, the Dalek things. Well, I was... I, oh, was that... Uh, I was. I was in the bottom of the and there was somebody sitting there, and I was trying to steer the all over the place. And oh, and, and I was... Uh, they were thinking about me, for because I'm so short. They were thinking about me for canine, but, you know, I don't, I can't get in there. Run it at you. Because, of course, you play two horns in this, and there is a there is a unicorn in, uh, in uh, the... Uh, the Doctor Who story, the the the, the Doctor Who story, the, the 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 mind rubber. Um, there's a there's a unicorn in in that story, and I wondered if uh, if you'd graduated for playing the two horns in this story from playing the single horn uh, in the 1960s, and that's that's perhaps why you're in the mind of the production team. 
No, no, I, I, you know, I wanted to play the single horn, but they said that I, I played out of both ends, you know, so they wanted me on both horns. They wanted two horns. So I wasn't able to graduate to the one. So no, right. I didn't get, I wanted that so bad, Toby. I wanted it so bad. So it's, it's got to be one girl, two horns. Is that, is that what it has to be? That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember one of your scenes when you, where you played at both ends and it was particularly unpleasant. Well, thank you. I remember we had to open a window. Well, you know, it's art. It's art. With great art comes great stench. What can I say? Uh, and, and was this one of your stenchiest stories, uh, Tim, or were there other stories that you felt were, were stenchier? Uh, I, I wonder if you could take us through, uh, you know, the, the uh, malodorousness or otherwise of some of uh, your adventures. Oh well, there, there were there were a few stinkers. I must admit. I remember. I remember there was one that we uh, that we we filmed entirely, um, entirely in a portaloo. Um, I can't remember what it was called now. It was, it was a long time ago. But uh, yes, that was that one was particularly odorous or malodorous, I should say. Yes, I mean there there were there were some smells in all of them, but that's mostly because of of of, of David and and people like Janice who who were farting royally left, right, and centre throughout because they couldn't hold it in. And unlike myself, obviously, I had to hold it in all the time. <laughs> that's what you think. Uh, yeah, no. Do you think that's fair comment, Janice? Do you think that's fair comment? No, that isn't a fair comment at all. Not at all, Mister Toby. It is not. It is not a fair comment at all. He was just a tootin', rootin', tootin' all over the place. If he says he didn't, don't listen to a word he says. That man can play a horn, and he doesn't need a horn. Did, did you play many horns during your time, Tim? Uh, no, I, I played a flute once. Uh, it was supposed to be a flute, um, but it, it, uh, I had to suck it instead of blowing it. It was a, it was a magic flute. Um, and I remember the owner was particularly pleased. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I, th I think we've lost uh, David uh, to a to a BBC strike. <laughs> I I suspect he's he's probably just gone for a massive dump. <laughs> oh, is it? Is all this talk of malodorousness uh, caused some sort of the whatever the the back end version of a gag reflex is? Uh, Yes, yes, he was. He was always doing it. We'd, we'd be, we'd be on the floor. Um, I mean, not literally, but we'd be on the floor, and he'd be, he'd be up there in the gallery, and he'd be shouting at us and telling us things that we wanted us to do. And then, then, then it would all go quiet, and it'd be where, where's, where, what's, what's going on with David? David, where has he gone? Oh, he's, he's just gone for a massive dump, and he'd be out for two, three hours, and and then we'd have to go home for the day. So it was. We quite liked it when it happened, actually. Sometimes you'd broadcast the results. Yes, indeed, and you could argue that some of it's on the screen now. <laughs> that looks like a massive dump, doesn't it? Uh, what? Wait a minute. No! That was... Well, that was me! It's me! And how did you communicate with the uh, artists playing the other limbs of the nom-noms? Um, well, I played the top and the arms, and then I was on his shoulders, so then I just kind of kicked him in the chest every once in a while, you know. That sort of thing. Squeezed him with my thighs. <clears throat> Were you upside down? No, I wasn't upside down. I'm just wondering how your arms were that low down. If you were, if we were the right way up. I just, you know, dropped them down a little bit. Did you ever put? It's called egg. Go ahead. Did you ever put a big coat on and try and get into the cinema as well? Well, while you while you were joined together. 
Oh, I have to tell you about the one time we did go out. It was just hilarious. We were going to go out and do, go and get something to eat. Well, I wasn't going to eat. He was going to eat. And he was going to eat down there from, you know, his belly. And it was just hilarious because we did. We did. We put the coat on. We went out. We sat down. The people came out. Ah! Got the food for free. Left. Yeah, you have to be careful of saying sentences like he was going to eat down there <laughs> on a BBC-approved uh, uh, family piece of family entertainment. Uh, oh, here's... Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all right. You're from America. We'll forgive you. Uh, uh, this is the uh, actor Michael Osborne. Uh, Os uh, Michael Osborne, uh, who uh, uh, makes a mean coleslaw uh, and is an excellent juggler. Uh, just uh, because uh, I need to prove that I have all the useful information uh, that makes these recordings so special. He was um, he was always juggling his coleslaw on the on the set. I seem to recall. That, yes, that's did, why he had to wear those those sleeves. But did he juggle it all together, or did he have the carrots in in one hand and the cabbage uh, in the other? Individual ingredients. Excellent. So that's actually how how the the coal yeah. was slaughtered. I think that's how he tossed it. Yes. And who, were there many tossers that you worked with during your time on uh, on the show, Tim? Way too numerous to mention. But not me. So I will. <laughs> Yes, please. But then I suggest you start at once. Yeah. Oh well, let's start off with with bloody Adric. Oh. oh, I remember he was he was he was a he was he was probably king of the tossers. Um, I remember all he could ever do was talk in the third person, and and oh dear God, what a frightful bore he was! Frightful bore. I, I do apologise, darlings. My, my care home cut off oh! the internet connection at uh, at, at midnight, and um, they they called me out. So I've just gone out to the the outside laundry and found a hot spot, and um, I'm back. I, I do. Apologize. Well, well, we were just talking about uh, uh, the best tossers to have worked on the show, uh, David. So in your in... oh my words, oh oh, who, who have we spoken about so far? Adric. <laughs> but after my time, darling, I, I, I almost, oh, I, well, no, we'll leave that there. We'll leave that there. Oh, look, look, look. Th there's, there's three I... of you, Janice. Yes, I'm, I'm multiplying. Have, did you, did it give you chills? It did. And I'm losing control. Oh. Yes. I just... Well, you lost control several times, didn't you, as I, as I recall. As I did say, it was particularly malodorous. Well, all three of us together, I guess. Was it me who auditioned you, Janice, or was it um, was it Dougie? I can't remember. Who, who auditioned it, you, darling? It was you. It was you. Uh, did I did I offer tea or coffee or um or or bourbons, custard creams, or what? What did I give you? I I don't rem I don't remember. It was it was good. It was good. It it was very delicious, and then and then you said play your horn. Good, good. I, I, were you happy? Were you happy? I did it. I was cast. Yes. And then I went out to play my horn, and I thought I was going to be good. You know, the biggest star in the BBC, and then I was misunderstood, and I ended up with horns, not playing my horn. But 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 you wore them well, darling. I, I think you did Thank very you. well, to be honest. It, it was either going to be you or. Um, Prunella scaled, and I, I think you got the job. Thank you. But it, it was, of course, at this time that uh, uh, the BBC had to go through a period of actually paying actors in biscuits 
to play the role. Uh, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, it could it could have been Garibaldi, but um, I, I thought I thought Jude Darling deserved a, a bourbon or a custard cream at the very least. To be honest, the, the first series of Bergerac was fueled on hobnobs. That's where the expression <sighs> "hobnobbing with the stars" came from. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to do Bergerac. I, I my my life depended on doing Bergerac, and I uh, I was so sad when it never happened. To be honest, Toby, come see, come sap. Why why did it never happen? Um, I think they heard about my my abusive digest. I was a bit of a digestive boy in the, and I, I tried to cut costs. I realized the BBC had issues with money, and I I went for digestives and rich tea, and um, it, it didn't appeal to everybody. And um, as a consequence, I never quite moved into um, I would say um, island based uh, detective series. Really? Yeah, well, because the, there was a rumour that you um, you tried to pay for an entire series of Tenko using some bits of cardboard and raisins and pretending they were Garibaldis, but uh, you've never you've never commented on that in public. No, 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 no. I, I take offence. I take offence at that. I, no, no, I do take offence. I'm I, I was trying to invent the hobnob at the time, Toby, and um, it it was a bit before its time, and um, some somebody obviously got wind of that and made the most of it five or six years later. Um, I, I think I, I'm pleased I retired from television and moved into um, goat herding, to be honest, because I think it's more suited to my needs at the moment. I think we were all delighted when you did that, darling. Oh, yeah, 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 it, it is. It's, it's, it's much better for you, much better. I, I'm, I'm happier. And, of course, the, 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 the name Hobnob comes from uh, the value attributed to uh, an outtake from episode six of Quatermass and the Pit, but that's a very... Uh, niche reference. Um, so, well, we're coming. We're coming to the. Uh, we're coming to the end of uh, this particular instalment uh, of the horny nom noms. So, have the memories come flooding back? Um, to to the point where I'm actually having to self medicate, Toby. Yes, yes, yes. Dangerously so. Tim, Tim, I'm just remembering how you really fucked my life. Seriously. <laughs> Tim, you well, f***er. It, it was... Why? Why did I stay for three seasons? I could I could have left with Lulu Jameson and been happy, but no, no, you, you talked me into doing this final season, and it's why I wear a colostomy bag. Okay, darling? Let's have it out now, okay? Well, everyone has to have a purpose in life, and that was mine, and I'm very pleased that I can say that I did that. And I have to say, regarding this story... I do think it's a load of bull. Ah. Oh. oh, well, it's, I think it's made you all see red a little bit. Actually, I'm a little horny. I've got the nom noms now. I don't know why. Well, uh, and I'm pleased to say that somebody has dropped a, a bag of jammy dodgers on my doorstep, which I'm presuming is my payment for this uh, indignity, because uh, there's a whole bag. Oh, yeah, the broken, broken jammy dodgers. Ah. Uh. That kind oh. of explains it. Oh. I think we're all broken after this, Toby. To be honest. <laughs> well, it's it's been an absolute pleasure to add you to my list of uh, uh, name droppings and um, uh, tedious trivial factoids that I drop into conversation. So not it's... not the first time that Janet and David have been uh, added to a list of droppings. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's dropped them all in her time, darling. Well, we shall now wipe ourselves of all of you. Tim Barker, David Williams and Janice Whipplepuff, thank you very much indeed. Thank you.
I'll thank you, Mr. Toby. Thank you all. Goodbye. Goodbye. Nurse, nurse, I need the toilet. Please, nurse, <laughs> now, please. Uh, Christ, that's over. What a dreadful, dreadful session that was. Didn't enjoy it at all. Didn't enjoy it at all. You were wonderful, Toby, but you two shits can go f*** yourselves. <laughs> I thought I thought you died years ago, Tim. I thought I thought you'd shivered off this this coil. Not whilst you're still alive. You f- <laughs> I've never actually watched this program, but it's it's, it's nice to be here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I. Did we, did we, did we make that shit? Did we really make that shit? Honestly. Did you notice who was the star? Not him. Not him. It was me. No, no, it was you, darling. You, you, you were, you were horny, darling. You were so horny. It was me. Damn straight, I was gorgeous. Look at that. Can, can I just check, darling? You were, you were, you were over seventeen, weren't you? What do you think, Mister Toby? Who do you think was the star? Pardon me. You were over 17, weren't you, darling, when we cast you? A barely. No, that's good. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you. So what do you... You look like a gigantic shriveled prune. I... I what? I did not look like a shriveled... Well, maybe a little bit, but I was short. I did not look like a shriveled prune. And it, what are you doing looking in my shower anyway? Shriveled prune. So, Mr. Toby, it was so nice meeting you. It was just so nice meeting you. It was nice to add you to my roster. <laughs> have, you, have you got a big roster, Toby? Massive. Is it huge? <laughs> Massive. You were, <laughs> you were born out of time, Toby. You should have been in the BBC in the 70s. We loved a big roster in the 70s. There's, there's not a page of a 1970s edition of Spotlight that I haven't rostered. Oh, my dear boy. <laughs> if only time travel were true, yes? <laughs> But of course, uh, a, a great many of uh, the, the, the the victims of my rostering are, are I do get to keep in a special cellar that I have here. Oh, one day there'll be a Doctor Who convention full of skeletons. <laughs> oh, oh, a boy after my own heart. It'll just be me holding a panel of skeletons rostering, rostering, where I roster some skeletons like a gooden. Yeah, <laughs> like a seventies gooden. I was never in that, you know, the Goodens. No. That famous 70s show. Well, well, you know, your predecessors were, weren't they, Tim? Why, why was that, Tim? Was it because you f***ed everybody off so much in the 1970s, <laughs> do you think? No, it's because I couldn't be asked. No, you never could, darling, you never could. Two nervous breakdowns later, I can say that. You would never could <laughs> be asked. <laughs> ah, I needed gin. Yeah, you're not the only one. You know, then I went home. I took my horn. I went back home. Nobody asked me what I was doing after that. I went back home. Well, what, what are you doing now, darling? What, what have you done recently? Well, yes, yes. What am I doing now? I'm the president of Yale. 
But anyway. What, the, the lock, Yale? You're, you're making locks no. in, in no, no, summer? No, 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 no. That was a key role. I wanted to be the president. <laughs> That's what I'm doing now. Are you still dressing up in latex and um, uh, that sort of stuff? or? Um... That is our secret. If I'm um, free Fridays, that, if if you're if you are. You that know. is our secret. Yeah, you know, I know, you know. So much for secrets, right? Are you married? <laughs> of course, I'm not married. No, I you, am married. You, oh, does does it sure. matter? Does it matter? Of course, it matters. At least I think I'm married. Do you still like digestives? I don't want to be paid in them anymore. Would you like? Would you like a, a possibly a little, a little bourbon on a on a Sunday? Maybe. No, thank you. Oh, no, thank God, you. God, you're so tough. Oh dear God, could we please go home? <laughs> well, it's a little known fact that uh, Mark Strickson won't get out of bed uh, for less than a truckload of Jaffa cakes. Uh, but the joke's on him because they're not actually biscuits. So the BBC can. The BBC can sign them off uh, under the under the red line. It's odd, really, wasn't it? Because you you would have thought if, with him it would have been ginger nuts. <laughs> so there you have it, listeners. That was our improvised commentary for the DVD for episode three of the Horns of Nymon, moderated by the legend the very, very kind, generous, funny man that is Mr Toby Haydock. Toby, you're a star, sir, and hopefully we can raise some money for you for your 10k run for medical aid in the Ukraine. So don't forget, listeners, if you want to do that, go to gofundme.com and search for Toby's wheezing and groaning for 10k for Ukraine. That will be great if you can do that. Now, obviously, this is what we normally do. After the episode we put in some little extra bits with the pre and post recording session and obviously Toby was involved with that this time so here's our bonus for you and we'll see you next time for our review of Legend of the Sea Devils anyway, back to us Oh, Toby's there Toby's I'm here Hello, Toby's. Toby. Hey! Sorry. Hey, my... Toby. Hello, I'm so sorry. It took my computer a bit longer to warm up than I'd hoped. If you've got a way of recording your, your audio, Toby, that would be fantastic. Um... Here's me saying, if you've got a way of recording your own stream, says, for a man who has how many podcasts now? I'm not in my podcast cupboard, because uh, that would be uh, a little bit claustrophobic in there. So that's why I was just checking that this sounded OK, because uh, my cupboard is a little bit... User unfriendly, and we actually get to see Toby. I feel guilty now not having, not having should, video. Should, on. should we put the video on? I don't, I don't, no, no I don't want to put the video on. The Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the advantages of recording entirely on your own is you don't generally have to sort of dress up for things. Is it, na- is it Naked Friday, Miles? <laughs> it's Naked Friday. <laughs> Dear God, somebody coming to your house, Miles. Jesus. If somebody's coming like... to my house at 11 o'clock at night, then... <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> you know, Rose is going to get her chihuahua, Twinkle the Space Dog. I told you that, right, Miles? I told Nick oh, doesn't yes. know about that, but we had the song. So I'll tell Nick, Ha. We had this song, uh, Twinkle the Space Dog. Yeah. And Twinkle the Space Dog was 
not the Chihuahua. It was uh, from Tooth and Claw. The werewolf. So. It was the werewolf. It was oh. the werewolf. The werewolf. So the last TARDIS, night 2019, this guy comes walking through. We had just launched Twinkle the Space Dog, and I was still, you know, sing, singing the song because that was why I wrote it. Yeah. And <laughs> this guy comes walking through holding his Chihuahua. Oh, and I said, that's not a euphemism. No, I was going to say, is that a euphemism? No, <laughs> no, seriously, a chihuahua. And I said, oh, what is your chihuahua's name? She's just beautiful. And he goes, Twinkle. Twinkle. <laughs> and I looked at him. I took pictures with Twinkle the space dog. Twinkle. Twinkle. I seem to remember you Twinkle. tweeting something, actually. I did. I took a picture and I was like, Twinkle the space dog. Oh, that's <laughs> Oh, while I remember, Mars, I've got to say, I'm loving the Radiohead Doctor Who theme. That was it's good, fa- isn't it? I-, I loved it. I listened to the podcast the other day, and I thought, that's fantastic. Creep. <laughs> Doctor Who creep. That's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really cool. When oh, it, when... you changed the music? Yeah. There's, there's a, no, no there's, a diff- there's a different theme for every Doctor. So, <gasps> oh, I see. Okay. I'm getting a shirt so I can join you on video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that's not going to join you on video. Thank you. Because you because you're on cam, Toby, we're we're going on camera with you. Oh well, I only do. I didn't do that delib. I just did that. No, kind of- no, all you- the men will be on cam. Yeah, Sue. Sue's being modest, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a 10k run, which will be the last thing I ever do. <laughs> uh, to raise money for medical aid for. Ukraine, so I've set up a, a GoFundMe page to do that. Great. It seems timely to draw attention to that. Yeah, fantastic. Great. Excellent. Nick, had you worked out who you were going to be yet? I'm happy. Have you, have you got a preference? I'm, I'm happy to do anything. I think we we probably should try and get somebody in from behind the camera. Um, I'll, I'll do behind camera. I could be, do you want me to be Dougie Madams, the script editor? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you, could be, you could be the script editor or... Have you got a preference? Or David Walliams, the producer. David Walliams, the producer. Okay, yeah. What do you want, Miles? Well, I think there's 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 probably more more scope for the producer, so I suggest we go down. David Walliams. David David Walliams, the producer. David Walliams, the producer. Okay, yeah. Yes, and and I'm and I'm going to be Tim Barker, who of course is playing is playing the Doctor. I don't know how much you're you're aware of the 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 concept of this, Toby. It's basically it's an ordinary DVD commentary. Yeah. We are playing the parts of people who were in it. Yeah. Um, but we're not obviously just going to recant the stories as they would be. We're we're, we're going to make up stuff that hopefully will be will be vaguely amusing at times. Yes. <laughs> and so just hot, me highly libelous. Highly libelous. Highly and you just want me to steer it uh, as as I would a commentary, exactly but obviously with, with my you, my tongue firmly in my cheek. With your tongue firmly <laughs> in your cheek, and and obviously you know wherever or wherever things take us and whatever's whatever's going on on screen, we can um, you know we can relate it to that. I've picked part three from this because it's the cliffhanger at the end of part two and the beginning of part three is is obviously the classic bit where Travis. where Malcolm. Malcolm yeah. Terrace falls falls over yeah. and splits his trousers. Yeah. So it, and I was amazed because I watched the behind the sofa today from the yeah. season seventeen Blu-ray, 
thinking they're bound to say something about it. And it's not mentioned at all. It's not mentioned in any of the documentaries. Nothing mentions the fact that, that he falls over and you quite clearly see his trousers. No, the, I mean, the, the, the producers of the Behind the Sofa should have really mentioned that. But um, And there's not a documentary on the Horns of Naimon. And the the one-on-ones with Tom that I did, they, they were, were doing two on, two on City and two on Destiny. And I went, well, what about... Horns of Tom's not on Horns of Nymont. He's there's not a documentary or a commentary with Tom on Horns of Nymont or Nightmare of Eden. And then it was too late now. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's just one of my. Well, that, that, oh. that will be that will be another project for you to produce one of your separate audio commentaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I take it Malcolm Terrace has long since passed. Uh, only two years ago. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I hope it um, wasn't from anything that split. <laughs> I don't think so. He was in Denville Hall. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. So, right. Uh, okay. okay. So, I'll, I'll just make up facts and ask you stupid questions. So, I'll get you to introduce yourselves anyway, as I would do. Yes. And then I'll make up facts and ask you stupid questions. Is that it? That that it? That's good. basically it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Want... Exactly it. So, so, I should have started my audio, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to, okay, hold on, here we go. Toby, I'm just going to apologize now because I know what's going to happen when I hit this DVD. I'm going to be yelling for Randy. Like, <laughs> usually there's a word out of my mouth and then I yell for Randy. But There I'll, is usually. Ran, Randy is Sue's partner, just to clarify that, Toby. <laughs> um, yes. Just... <laughs> Toby, you know me, it's Cook 1097. I, I do, yeah, I know, I can see, I know who you are, Sue. I know you. I think you've got history with all of us, Toby. So I think I, I indeed I have. There's not oh, a yeah. port. There's not a Doctor Who flavored port I haven't docked in. There, there is. There really isn't. Although that's what I did on a Friday night. Although you and I, although we we met at one of your shows, for, for most of the time after that, we were playing Scrabble. We were yes, in those those heady days of Facebook Scrabble. Uh, Facebook Scrabble, yes. I kind of missed that in a way. Nurse, I need medication. Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't get out of bed for, without a truckload of Jaffa cakes. Uh, although, actually, it was ruled in a high court that those aren't biscuits. But let's not get into that. <laughs> there we go. That's probably a good place to leave it. <laughs> Would it be better if I said it about somebody that was from Doctor Who rather than Leonardo DiCaprio? No. No. <laughs> no. Make, no, make, no, it no. make it libelous, Toby. Come on. Let's <laughs> Well, if you think it works with DiCaprio, I just thought it might be funny if I said something like, um, you know, Mark Strickson or something. It's just, oh, that, oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be... I actually had a power outage here. So I just... Lit everything cut off. So that was why I disappeared for a while. So I do apologise. Well, we, we I... soldiered on. <laughs> you did. Well done. <laughs> uh, good stuff. That was wonderful, Toby. Thank you so much. Thank you so well, much. What you wanted me to do... Oh, it was ma magnificent, magnificent. Your making stuff up on the spot is excellent. Well, it's what I do on the real thing, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, thank you for tonight, Toby. It was much yeah, nice. thank yes. you so much. Thank you. The episode itself is brilliant, but the, the chat also has been has been very informative and entertaining. It's very kind of you to give us your time. We're very thank grateful. You. Nice yeah, to see brilliant. you. Thank you Excellent. very much. It is, brilliant. It's good to see you. Nice. Now go to bed, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Take care of yourself. Lovely to see you. Take care. Thank you, Toby. Yes. Cheers, nice. Toby. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care. Oh. I'm so saying he left. Oh. <laughs> that is well, he's a lovely bloke, isn't he? What a nice really, man. Really, 
What really nice love Sloan. Yeah. When, it was fun though. That worked well. It worked it well, well though, didn't it? Did, it? Oh, it yeah. Toby well, just you know. threw himself into it. Brilliant. Yeah, he, he was coming up with some crap stuff. That was fun. Yeah. I, at first, I was like, okay, is this going to... Because we're perverted as hell. And I'm like, is he going to be able to be perverted around him? And it, there, were, there, were, there, was, there were so many bits that Tom was doing that I thought, oh, so this, this, there could have been some gold in this because he, 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 he was doing this several yeah, times. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then, and then he, was doing, he was doing that. He was doing this. At the time when we were talking about, about what he was doing with Lily. Yeah. It's like, well, yes, we know what this is. I could not believe that. It was like, okay, that was written for us. God, that was funny. He's very well known in Doctor Who circles for his detective work. Yeah. Um, you know, his um, his obituaries, right. his commentaries, his moderation. Yeah. And he is, by nature, he is a comedian. Yeah. And so he doesn't always get the chance to to show that to the degree no, that, exactly. that he should. Yeah. He yeah. has funny lines in some of the stuff that he does, mm. but he doesn't really get a chance to sort of really sort of relax and let yeah. rip with that. And yeah. with this, I think he's had the chance to do both. He did. You know, and I loved it when he threw in the uh, the Quatermass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was great. He was, he, was making up, he was making up names. He was making up names as well, wasn't yeah. he? Which was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. You know. He he understood. Yeah. <laughs> he understood what we were doing. Yeah. And he threw himself into that. Yeah. And that was and that was yeah. great because that yeah. was my concern was that he'd yeah, think exactly. he'd come in and think, right, well, I <laughs> who are these people? Yeah. I'm just going to talk about. I'm going to do the commentary as it normally would be. Yes, but he exactly. understood that yeah. we were going to play the parts and we and exactly. so he was like yeah. yeah i'll just go in with the wild stuff yeah and so yeah yeah i mean yeah. i went to see a show in in dartmouth many moons back i mean we're probably talking 2006 2007 something mm. something along those lines and said afterwards because i was still involved with the with the devon seaside devils back then and we were we were sort of trying to bring the magazine out mm. and so it's like well you know would you be would it be all right if i had your email address to you know to keeping to keep in contact and mm. he said yeah of course that's fine that's yeah. fine so and that kind of led to when i when i got onto facebook and i started playing scrabble and realized he he too was on facebook uh-huh. and so we got talking from that and then i just saw he mm. had the same app so i just yeah, challenged yeah, yeah. him Okay. And then for the most of the rest of the time, all our, our all our um, interaction with each other were playing was was playing Scrabble. Scrabble. There was hardly even any conversation. No, you know, I yeah. I play my word, and I'd come back the next day, and he'd have played a word, and then yeah. and then so it went on like that, and it was and it was good because it was you know it was yeah. it, they were close games, so there was there was a, it was a challenge for both of us. And and ironically, I had the same thing with Lisa Bowerman. For many years with Lisa Bowerman, I uh, all, all, the only interaction I'd ever had with her was, was playing Scrabble. And then oh, I got really? to meet her and then said, oh, it's nice to see you in person and not <laughs> actually play Scrabble with you. And he, oh, that was you! <laughs> I triple lettered you. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm, I'm going to go. Okay, all right. Okay, we got to go. Oh, um, sorry yes. about that. Lovely sorry to see you that. guys. So, Okay, oh, fantastic. Great to see you guys. See you later. Take Bye, care. Everyone. Some love. See Thank, you soon. Thanks all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All of us here on BBC One, a very good night. Good night.